Hey everybody, welcome to Zappagram, the mother of all music podcasts, where every week we cover the latest in music news, reviews, interviews, new releases, discovery, history, and more. I'm your host, Chris Zappa, and as always, the world of music is a busy world, so without further ado, ground control to listener, take your protein pills, put your helmet on, this podcast ain't gonna listen to itself. Welcome to episode 47 of the Zappagram podcast. Thanks for having me in your ears right now while you're riding in your car or running on that treadmill at the gym or just staring off into the middle distance contemplating your life choices. Uh, Whatever the case, appreciate you being here. Thanks for listening. So I mentioned this is episode 47, um, and so we're starting off at 47. I like to round up to the nearest 47. No, but really... um, we're on episode, sorry, issue 47 of the Zappagram Weekly Music Newsletter. And I want the, uh, I want the numbers to match up. You know what I mean? So, uh, so that, uh, we're starting off with 47 for the podcast. And um, just to avoid confusion, to keep everything simple. So yeah, what started out as a newsletter uh, has grown quite a bit. As I said, we're on 47. That means we've been at this 47 weeks. We're approaching the one-year anniversary and um, and, and the, the newsletter has grown quite a bit uh, over the last year, and I'm very happy about that. I'm, I'm really appreciative for all you guys subscribing uh, and, and coming back every week. And so now uh, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, uh, this podcast will also be weekly, just like the newsletter. It's going to drop on uh, every Monday, just like the newsletter. Uh, the podcast will cover some of the stuff that's contained in the weekly newsletter. But there's going to be a lot of things that it'll cover that are not in the newsletter. Uh, plus, I'm working on a lot of bonus content that won't even be possible to put into the newsletter. Things like interviews uh, with bands and artists and writers, all sorts of stuff. Really cool stuff. So the podcast will be available in the Substack app, of course. This is our home base where we publish from. But you can also get it wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or some other place. I do have links in the newsletter this week for you to uh, easily click and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, You can also just go to wherever you get your podcasts and search for Zappagram. If you search on uh, Spotify, it may come up with a bunch of playlists because I also publish a weekly playlist there. So make sure you filter on the podcast tab to be able to see me and then it'll come right up. Now, what I was going to do was I was going to call this ZappaCast because it's a podcast, ZappaCast. But, um, and I did. I initially uh, set this whole thing up about a week ago uh, without doing my market research first. And uh, come to find out, there's, a, there's already a ZappaCast podcast out there. Uh, uh, this other guy, he, he talks about uh, Frank Zappa. And, you know, that's okay. It's on me. I didn't do my market research. I should have checked that out before I uh, just went, you know, willy-nilly, uh, blindly screaming into the, the, the world of podcasts without first checking to see if there was already one named that. But uh, anyway, we're going with Zappagram. It's the Zappagram newsletter. I've got brand recognition now with that, so we're just going to call it the Zappagram newsletter and podcast. But anyway, you know, like podcasts have been around for, for a long time now. I mean, at least, what, 75, 80, 100 years? 
and I'm just now hopping on the train. But what I've been surprised to find was that uh, it's producing a podcast is not really that hard. Like for for myself anyway, like the technical aspect of producing this podcast, it, it came relatively easy. Um, figuring out the right audio equipment and software for editing and how to actually publish your podcasts. And a big shout out to Substack, as a matter of fact, for making that really easy and dummy proof. Anybody, if I can do this, anybody can do this. Seriously, not even kidding. Um, But the hard part is the actual recording part. Uh, What you say, how you say it. Don't trip over your words. Don't say, um, every other word or every third word. That part is is way more difficult than I anticipated. And so, you know, the perfectionist in me wants this to be, um, you know, this this museum quality piece that has no mistakes and no flubs. And and I don't know, it just doesn't feel very real to me. And if I if I try to perfect this too much, you know, I'm going to be working on it forever. So I'll be putting out one podcast a year and that's not that's not going to work either. So we're just going to, we're going to roll with it. We're going to go with uh, the flubs and all, and just see where we land. I also expect that this will be a thing like anything else. You know, when you start out at it, yeah, it's a little rough, but you you get used to it. You get better at it. And I, I fully expect that to happen here too. So, you know, if you guys would do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast and follow along. It, uh, it really would mean a lot to me. Um, I assume if you're already listening, you, you may have already subscribed, but, uh, but that may not be the case. So uh, be sure to, you know, smash that subscribe button and uh, turn on the little bell notification so you can know when I publish uh, a new episode. Um, that'd be great. Thanks. So, you know, probably on these first few episodes, I'm going to be flying solo. And once I kind of get the hang of what I'm doing, then then we're going to start having guests on. And uh, it's, things are going to get uh, really interesting at that point. All right, enough chit-chat. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's do the thing that we came here to do. We have a quote every week in the newsletter. I always start things off at the top of the newsletter with a quote. This week's is from Rick Rubin. He said, art is a reverberation of an impermanent life. Whatever that means. It, it sounds philosophical and cool if you can wrap your head around what he's trying to say, I guess. He's a bit of a, a wise, uh, wise old wizard, that Rick Rubin. But uh, no, no, I, I get what he's, I get what he's saying there. He's, uh, he's written a, a book, two books. He's written at least one book. I think he's written two. And you know, he's, he's a legendary producer. He's worked with literally everybody under the sun, from the Beastie Boys to Johnny Cash to Tom Petty. You know, Pearl Jam, Neil Young, you name it. Rick Rubin is is the man. Love to get him on the show someday. Our Rock the Vote poll comes in this week, and I'm asking, because we're launching this podcast, I'm asking, where do you listen to your podcast? Where do you get them? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, some other platform, or the uh, the dreaded, I don't listen to podcasts answer, which I don't expect too many of you guys to answer that one, because, you know, you're listening to this right now, so you, you clearly do. As always, we have a weekly music playlist uh, that we compile that goes on to Spotify and Apple Music. I try to put a good mix on there of uh, music that's relevant that week uh, for you know whoever may be in the in the news. I try to include some of their music in the podcast, 
And I try to discover new artists and bands that are that are emerging, coming out, and include their music there, as well as, you know, just whatever I might feel like adding that week, if it was something cool I heard. This week, we've got a little bit of all of that. Um, sadly, this week, which we'll get into in a minute, uh, David Lindley, um, guitarist, multi-instrumentalist, David Lindley, passed away. And uh, his was some of the first music, probably the first music I ever remember hearing. He played with Jackson Brown back in the 70s. He's played with hundreds of people, but he played with Jackson Brown back in the 70s. And Jackson Brown's music was some of the first I ever remember hearing. And it was David Lindley's guitar playing that really drew me in and uh, made a huge impact on me. And I've literally listened to the guy all my life. And it's heartbreaking that he he passed away this week um, at the age of 78. But um, anyway, so it was important to me to include some of his music in the playlist this week. So I took a couple of songs uh, from Jackson Brown's early work um, that David Lindley played on. Uh, One of the tracks is called The Fuse, and it's a really haunting song with some really intense lap steel uh, parts that David Lindley was playing. And then, of course, uh, Running on Empty. Uh, from the Running on Empty Live album that uh, Jackson released, uh, where Lindley is just a monster. He's just all over the place on that, man. So all the screaming guitar parts you hear and the sweet guitar parts that you hear, that's all David Lindley. Um, My friend uh, who makes music under the name He's Not Your Kind uh, released some uh, new music this past week, an album of covers, and man, there's some amazing stuff on there so check that out also my friends in twin ritual from san diego have a new single out that's also included we've got music from an old band who's making music again mud honey i guess they never really stopped but anyway they're on there also my friends uh, in slow joy uh, we've got music from algiers we've got music from gorillas um i uh, threw on uh, the track from the weekend um which is huge on Spotify right now. Bloom, Boy Genius, Gogo Penguins. And uh I'm not I've I've never listened to Tadeshi Trucks band a lot in the past. I'm aware of them and I know who they are and I appreciate them, but I just never have listened to a lot. This past week I heard Layla on the radio. You know, Derek and the Dominoes, Eric Clapton, Layla. Um but I could tell it wasn't the Derek and the Dominoes version. It wasn't them playing it live either. It was a live recording. I, I could tell it wasn't them. Found out it was Tedeschi Trucks band and with Trey Anastasio from from Fish. Um, but the guitar outro, you know, which is like seven minutes long on that track, was just fantastic. Man, blew me away. And and I must have heard Layla, you know, at least a half a million times in my life. But this was like hearing it brand new all over again. Um, That's on the playlist. Be sure to check that out. So diving into the music news and what's been going on this week, as I mentioned, David Lindley, multi-instrumentalist who shaped the sound of soft rock, uh, died this week at the age of 78. He collaborated with everyone from Jackson Brown to Dolly Parton and Bob Dylan and Bruce Springsteen and Toto and Rod Stewart and Joe Walsh, and the list goes on and on and on. And in addition to his collaborations, of course, he was also... Um, a, a brilliant uh, musician who released solo work on his own. So there's a link in the newsletter for a great Rolling Stone piece on him. You know, every week I do the music news, and I feel like I should add a new section to the newsletter that's an in-memoriam section because every week I'm recording on more and, and, and more of the uh, the greats are passing away, man. They're, they're getting up there in age. 
Um, so in addition to David Lindley, we just lost Wayne Shorter, uh, jazz legend Wayne Shorter. Uh, incredible, incredible, mind-blowing uh, musician, saxophonist. He collaborated with Miles Davis and Joni Mitchell and The Weather Report, or just all kinds of people. He has also passed away at the age of 89. Also a link to a Rolling Stone piece there where you can read more about him. And while we're talking about people that have passed away, let's just get everybody out of the way. SST Records producer Glenn Spot Lockett has also passed away at the age of 72. He helped shape the sound of the legendary punk label SST Records um, by way of all the work he did with Black Flag, Minutemen, Descendants. Um, He's also passed away this week. Okay, God, I think that's everybody that's died. Oh my God, I missed one. Uh, Steve Mackey, the bassist for Pulp. He has also passed away at the age of 56. Uh, He joined the legendary Britpop group in 89 and uh, played on... A lot of their big albums. Okay, now we're done with everyone who's died. Jesus, let's move on to some happier news. Uh, De La Soul's entire discography is finally available on streaming platforms everywhere. So Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, wherever you get your music. Their first six albums were have been unavailable forever uh, due to legal disputes and, you know, the usual, the usual crap. But uh, now they are all available. So go and listen to those. Check that out. Uh, Pearl Jam has announced a 25th anniversary edition of their album Yield. Upon its uh, original release, the grunge icons got hits like Given the Fly and Do the Evolution on the radio, the latter of which marked their first official uh, video since Jeremy was released in 1991. The Weeknd becomes the first artist to hit a, a pretty cool Spotify milestone. It just comes days after he just released his uh, remix uh, of Die For You with Ariana Grande. He has uh, become the first artist in Spotify history to reach 100 million monthly listeners. That's a lot of listeners. That's huge, man. Um, You know, who else? We've got Drake has 68.6 million. Taylor Swift has 80.3 million. It's so 100 million. That's That's a lot of millions. The Foo Fighters are expanding their 2023 uh, live plans with three new headlining shows uh, at huge gigs uh, that are coming up in New Hampshire, Arkansas, and Alabama at some festivals that are being held there. Check the link in the newsletter this week for uh, those those dates and cities. See if they're coming anywhere near you. Black Midi has announced a new North American tour. We're getting into tour news now. We're going to be in tour, tour news land for a little bit, so... Buckle up there. Black Midi's announced a new North American tour. Going to be going all over the place this spring and summer. Bon Iver has announced a ton of new shows uh, for this summer. Going to kick off in August, and they're going to, after they wrap up here, then they'll be heading to Australia and Europe. Weezer is on a big tour. They're going to be touring with Modest Mouse, Spoon, White Reaper, and a lot of other acts. They're kicking off a 30-date run in uh, Huntsville, Alabama on June the 4th. Kiss has announced their final shows ever. Uh, they're they're on their farewell tour, but they're gonna you know have their their farewell show of their farewell tour uh, back where it all started. They'll be uh, wrapping things up at Madison Square Garden uh, December the first and December the second. Frankfurt has canceled a Roger Waters concert, calling him one of the world's most well-known anti-Semites. The German city of Frankfurt has canceled his upcoming concert for May 28th, signing persistent anti-Israel behavior from one of the most widely spread anti-Semites in the world. 
And uh, I've heard this about him quite a bit, and I don't know specifically um, what he has what he has done to be considered anti-Semitic. Um, I know that he's made a lot of stupid statements over the years. I know that he has just recently made a whole lot of stupid statements about the uh, war in Ukraine and that he seems to be sort of pro-Russia. Um, that's, uh, you know, man, what what the fuck? Like, dude is such an amazing, this goes back to the whole thing about separating the art from the artist. Can you do it? You know, um, I think it's really hard to do. I think it depends on the artist. I think it depends on what they may mean to you, what their music has meant to you, at what point in your life, you know, you you became attached to them, maybe. Um, and of course, it depends on what it is they did. I mean, some things are, some things you can kind of look past or, or you know, turn a blind eye to. And then there's just a lot of crap where it's like, nah, I, I can't, I just can't, I can't even with you. And man, I love Roger Waters music. I, I have ever since I was a young kid, you know, uh, I was probably 10 or 11, maybe when I first discovered Pink Floyd and listened to him all my life. It's always been some of my favorite music. Um, I've loved Pink Floyd even after Roger Waters left the band. I think they've continued on and, uh, spectacular fashion and re- released some incredible music, but he was he was he was there, man, from the beginning, and he was there for for the biggies, you know, Dark Side of the Moon and the Wall, and oh god. Anyway, he just you, you hate it when somebody makes it difficult to like them. Moving on, um, back to somebody more likable, Jack White. Jack White uh, joined the SNL Five Timers Club this uh, past Saturday, not last. Not last night, but a week ago, he uh, he was on there performing uh, "Taking Me Back," "Fear of the Dawn," and uh, man, it was it was electrifying. It was it was like it was chaotic. It was it was all over the place. Not the the performance is great. His music is just a bit chaotic and and all over the place, you know. But it's in a good way, in a good way. Uh, so he did. He re rocked it. He kicked ass. That you don't expect anything less from Jack White. Phoebe Bridgers has been named uh, one of Time Magazine's 2023 Women of the Year. Uh, she's uh, in an interview. She's opened up about her politics, about touring with Taylor Swift, and the uh, strangely life-changing advice Ryan Adams once gave her. There's, there, you know, there's there's some history there with her and Ryan Adams, which is not not very good. Uh, but apparently, he gave her some some good advice. We're going to take a real quick break to hear from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with more news after this. Are you tired of missing new music releases by the artists and bands you love? Music Butler sends you an email to let you know when the musicians you love release music, whether that be new full-length albums, shorter EPs, or even new singles. Services like Apple Music or Spotify don't always notify you of album releases on time, and they don't show upcoming releases for your favorite musicians, but Music Butler does. You can automatically import artists from your Apple Music, Spotify, or Last.fm account, or you can manually follow your favorites. It's free to try for 30 days. Music Butler takes all the effort out of staying current. Stop missing out on new releases and sign up for a free trial of Music Butler today at musicbutler.io. Six weeks ahead of uh, Willie's 90th birthday, Willie Nelson is welcoming an eclectic lineup of musicians to... Uh, luck reunion, uh, he calls it. It's held on the grounds of his 
ranch in Spicewood, Texas every year. He has this. Uh, so this year it's taking place on March 16th. <clears throat> he brings in a lot of great talent, other artists, um, tons of performances. Um, this year he's welcoming uh, Spoon, Ethel Kane, all kind of great people this year. That's very cool. So apparently he has he has movie sets that are still standing on his property from the movie he filmed back in the 80s called Redheaded Stranger. And uh, so this there's it, it must be huge, this property. It's in Spicewood, Texas, and I'm not exactly sure where that is. Need to look that up. But um, that would be very cool to to go and see. Joni Mitchell performed and got covered by Annie Lennox, Cindy Lauper, and more at the Gershwin Prize Tribute Concert. Uh, she performed uh, on stage once more at uh, Dar Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C., as she was honored with the Library of Congress's Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. Say that fast three times. Gershwin Prize for Popular Song. You know, she doesn't perform a lot anymore. Um, she's 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 up there in, in age, and her health is not the greatest in the world. She'll be uh, she'll turn 80 years old in November of this year. Um, so whenever she does perform, it's a really special thing. And, I mean, you know, she, it's Joni Mitchell. Like, if Joni Mitchell is going to play, you go see Joni Mitchell. That's just, that's what you do. Thankfully for us that, you know, couldn't be there, uh, YouTube exists. In this week's links of note, uh, I've got a few things. I've got a special article in there um, titled "There Was a Sidemen," and then there was David Lindley. So it's a it's a really deep dive into um, the life of David Lindley and uh, all that he did uh, musically during during the course of his incredible career. So that's uh, that's a Rolling Stone feature. Also, guess what? The Foo Fighters they have a they have their own pinball machine now. A small number of limited edition pinball machines uh, just went on sale this past week. Apparently, it's the 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 foos and they're they're battling aliens. <laughs> there's there's a uh, there's a there's a trailer on YouTube um, which you can get to from the link in the newsletter uh, showing the animation of of the band uh, fighting aliens. So uh, it's cool, but it's 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 all the foos, including uh, Taylor Hawkins. He's he's on there too. Um, rest in peace. So that's very cool. I would love to own a Foo Fighters pinball machine. I wonder what they go for. And uh, another thing I wanted to talk about this week is, uh, speaking of Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl. Everybody knows Dave Grohl is the fucking man, right? I mean, there's look at anybody in rock music. There's nobody else as cool as Dave Grohl. And, you know, first of all, he's just cool. Second of all, um, He's an incredible musician, but, you know, what makes him so cool on top of all of that is just that he's just a really good dude, just a really nice guy, down to earth, you know. Um, he's, he's, he's been there, he's done that, he's seen it all, and uh, played with everyone, and, and he's a freaking legend, but he's such a nice guy. So this past week, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you're in L.A., but L.A. had a lot of, uh, lot of uh, weather, a lot of winter weather. And it was uh, pretty shitty. And so during the storms, he took it upon himself to, he's got this giant uh, barbecue smoker that he can pull on a, on a, on a, on a truck. And so he, he gets his own smoker, he gets his own truck, his, uh, brings all his barbecue stuff, and he goes down to a local homeless shelter in L.A. and spends 16 hours cooking and preparing meals and serving 
um, the, the homeless there. And it's just like, and, you know, and he just did this. This was not uh, some publicity stunt. Um, obviously, everyone everywhere has a camera, has a phone with them. So, you know, they're taking photos. Um, and that's how word started to get around. But yeah, man, Dave Grohl, what a fucking dude. I hope to have him on the show someday. I want to talk to him. Um, and in other really nice guy news, uh, Martin Short gave up his uh, airplane seat uh, for Chance the Rapper's daughter. I think that was pretty cool, too. Apparently, they were... This The weirdest part of this to me is that they were all flying commercial. Like, I still can't wrap my head around why. Why would you be doing that? And I believe that I read this was even in Coach. Like, why? Well, anyway, um, the Chance the Rapper and his daughter were traveling together. Their seats were uh, somehow apart from one another. And it turns out Martin Short happened to be sitting next to Chance the Rapper's daughter and he just gladly, he realized what was going on. And he, he's like, oh, you can, you can just take my seat. And so he got up and walked away and let, let the two sit together. Um, and the even cooler part about that is that apparently Martin Short didn't know who Chance the Rapper was. And Chance the Rapper didn't initially realize it was Martin Short until he, he stood up. And then he's like, holy shit, it's Martin Short. So cool news. We need a lot more of those, you know. Nice person does nice things, feel good type stories, don't we? Moving on to Z-Rex. Zappa's recommendations uh, is a little section I drop in the newsletter every week about other things of note that I want to bring attention to or highlight. This week, there's a couple of uh, really cool things. My friend Jeffrey Harvey penned a touching tribute to uh, De La Soul's Dave Jolicoeur, who uh, sadly passed away this last month at the age of 54, um, way too young. So there's a great article there with a link to that. Um, and also in the world of uh, music criticism, there are brutal takedown reviews, which are often painfully accurate, but uh, rarely are they also hilarious at the same time. Uh, Jeremy Larson, uh, writing for Pitchfork, just recently did a review of uh, Monaskin's new album, Rush. Whew, man, it's <laughs> it's one of the best album reviews I've ever read in my entire life. It's the, the album sucks. So TLDR, the album sucks, but man, to listen to, to him describe it and just kind of rip it apart is, Oh, chef's kiss. Um, pitchfork score for that album is 2.0 by the way. And for what it's worth, I think they were being really generous, uh, giving it a 2.0. I also included this week, a, a really cool video, Zoe Mead makes beautiful doom pop, as she calls it, under the name Wildest, W-Y-L-D-E-S-T, Wildest. And uh, she has a song called Beggar. She made a video for this past year, and it follows her uh, sleepwalking through the streets of, of London and what is this really dreamy, visually arresting video that you, you've got to see. It's like, it's a beautiful, beautiful video. Really cool. Check that out. This week, we had new music released from Elvis Costello, He's Not Your Kind, Lands, Slow Tie, Twin Ritual, and Willie Nelson. And on the release radar coming up next week, we've got new music coming from Death Cab for Cutie, Fever Ray, Lonnie Holly, and Manchester Orchestra. Uh, in the weeks following that, we've got 100 Gex, Black Honey, Hosier, M83, U2, Unknown Mortal Orchestra, Carolyn Rose, Depeche Mode, Elton John, Lana Del Rey, Nickel Creek, Pink Floyd, Sharon Van Etten, Boy Genius, Crazy Horse, The Hold Steady, New Pornographers, Blanchelle, Devin Gilfillian, Matthew Logan Vasquez, 
Mud Honey, Oracle Sisters, Feist, Gogo Penguin, Metallica, Natalie Merchant. There's so many good releases coming up between now and the middle of April. It's going to be really hard keeping up with all of them. But you know what? That's what I'm here for. That's what you guys pay me the big bucks to do. Everybody likes a little bit of on this date musical happenings of historical significance in their ears, right? This week, we've got a lot of birthdays coming up. David Gilmore turns 77. Uh, Guy Garvey of Elvo turns 49. Tyler, the creator, turns 32. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, Taylor Dane, remember her from the 80s? She turns 61. Paul Davis of the Happy Mondays turns 57. Mickey Dolenz, uh, were he still alive, would be celebrating his birthday. Uh, Gary Newman has birthday coming up. Uh, Gaz Coombs of Supergrass. John Cale celebrating his 81st birthday. Rick Rubin and Jeff Ament of uh, uh, Pearl Jam both turned 60 years old on March the 10th. Edie Burkell is turning 57. Timbaland turns 52. Carrie Underwood is hitting the big 4 0. Uh, Bobby McFerrin turns 73. Lisa Loeb turns 55. James Taylor turns 75. So, a lot of cool birthdays coming up this week. Also, on Monday, today, March the 6th, in 1967, the Beatles recorded sound effects onto the song Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band at Abbey Road Studios in London. On March the 7th, 1987, the Beastie Boys became the first rap act to have a number one album in the U.S. with their debut album, Licensed to Ill. The album is still one of Columbia Records' fastest-selling debut records. Uh, on March the 8th in 2016, English record producer, arranger, composer, conductor, audio engineer, and musician Sir George Martin died at the age of 90. Of course, he is perhaps best known for the work he did with the Beatles. On March the 9th in 1997, uh, Notorious B.I.G. was shot and killed. He was 24 years old. On March the 10th, 1964, Simon and Garfunkel recorded The Sounds of Silence. And on March the 11th, in 1970, Deja Vu was released, the first album by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. And in 1972, on the same date, Neil Young went to number one with his fourth album, Harvest. And on that same day, March 11th in 2005, Ozzy Osbourne's childhood home in Birmingham, England, uh, was owned by a new gentleman, and he apparently was having a problem with vandals vandalizing the front door of the home in tribute to Ozzy, but, you know, he was getting tired of that shit. So he <laughs> took the door down and uh, put it up for auction and then gave the money to charity. That's kind of a cool thing. And so lastly, on March the 12th, March the 12th was a big day in music history. Um, so many things happened over the years on March the 12th. Sometimes you get those things where it's like, ah, eh, one cool thing happened on this day in history. On this particular day, a lot of things happened, not all of them cool. First of all, Charlie Parker, uh, legendary jazz player Charlie Parker, died of a heart attack in New York City. He was watching Tommy Dorsey's orchestra on television, and he had a heart attack. He was 34 years old. That happened in 1955. Uh, on that same day in 1967, the Velvet Underground's debut album was released. On that same day, the following year, 1968, the Rolling Stones recorded Jumpin' Jack Flash. On the same day in 1969, another year later, Paul McCartney married Linda Eastman. Uh, two years later, in 1971, the Allman Brothers Band played the first of two nights at the Fillmore East in New York City. Uh, both shows were recorded, obviously, and they were released as the Allman Brothers band live double album which became huge 
Uh, and on that same day in 2007, Amy Winehouse made her U.S. television debut on The Late Show with David Letterman, and she performed Rehab. That's a wrap. That's it. That's the show. That's the whole thing. The whole enchilada. We're done. This is the end. You made it all the way. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Consider backing Zappagram with a paid subscription on Substack. Uh, I can only keep going and growing as a direct result of your generous support, so thank you for that. You guys take care of yourselves. Be good. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I'll see you again next week. <laughs>